And that's it, folks. Someday we're all going to come together and be one, be one people. Those of us in Christ, those of us who put our faith and trust in the one true king, not in anything of this earth. Welcome to Into Religion, the podcast that seeks to discuss faith and life. And uh, we'll talk about things from the angle of faith and why we think what's going on is a, a spiritual battle at heart. It's not a physical battle. It's not a um, theological battle. It's not a uh, um, philosophical battle as far as the differences between uh, Republican and Democrat that's going on in this country. We are broadcasting from the Middle West of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Boy, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be great if we truly, truly had liberty and justice for all? In this country or in any country, really. Because uh, I doubt it's any better uh, throughout the world. Because men are sinful. We, uh, we have gone awry. And that is why we need a Savior. Uh, his name is Jesus Christ. If you don't know him, uh, he's very meetable. And uh, he's very amicable to that uh, meeting. All you got to do is seek him and you will find him. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. It happened to me uh, a few years ago and was on the, uh, the wrong track and he righted that ship and is still writing that ship because it's not fully written yet. Which is kind of funny. But on this show, we uh, we go through a little scripture first and foremost because that's where we need to start. It's to seek you, the Lord, and all these things will be added unto you. So we seek the Lord first, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about some of the things that are going on in this country today. So let me start with this Proverbs chapter five. We're going to start there today, and. Uh, let me put the stop to third day. Mac Powell, God bless him, man. That's some good stuff. So Proverbs chapter 5. My son, attend unto my wisdom and bow your ears to my understanding. That you may regard discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of a strange woman drop as a honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil. But her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. Lest you should ponder the path of life, her ways are movable, that you cannot know them. Hear me now, therefore, all of you children, depart not from the words of my mouth before your way. Remove your way far from her, and come not nigh to the door of her house, Let you, lest you give your honor unto others, and your years unto the cruel. Lest strangers be filled with your wealth, and your labors be in the house of a stranger. You know, part of this is don't want things you shouldn't have, uh, but part of it um, is about lusting after things that you shouldn't want or that you, you don't want to go after that are going to be your ruin if you allow yourself to indulge in them. And you mourn at the last, this is verse 11, when your flesh and your body are consumed and say, how have I hated instruction and my heart despised your proof? And have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined mine ear to them that instructed me. I was almost in all evil in the midst of the congregation and assembly, drink waters 
It says out of your own cistern and running waters out of your own well. Let your fountains be dispersed abroad and rivers of waters in the streets. Let them be only your own and not strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. Let her be as the loving hind and pleasant roe and her breast satisfy you at all times and be you ravished always with her love. And why will you, my son, be ravished with a strange woman and embrace the bosom of a stranger? For the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his activities. Don't think that you can hide anything from God. There's Everything is, is unfolded to him. His own inequities shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be held in the cords of his sins. He shall die without instruction, and in the greatness of his folly he shall go astray. So there's two paths in life, folks, the path of righteousness and the path of destruction. And though all of us are on the path of destruction in one way, shape, or form, there is hope because one did this perfectly and sacrificed himself for us so that we could be on the path of righteousness through him and what he did. But that doesn't change the fact that we should be about righteousness as much as we possibly can be. And, uh, you know, Proverbs in itself is instructing us in that way, in the way to choose um, the path of righteousness. And in this life, you know, when you look at, at our society today and everybody being self-indulgent, um, prideful about being self-indulgent, um, almost flaunting it, almost, uh, again, coming noses at God and his ways that only leads to destruction the word says and so what else can we expect um, in this life but problems and issues when uh, when we follow paths that lead to destruction and um, I don't know how how people see it other than that in reality I think we're detached Hang on a minute. We're detached from reality when we uh, when we think that way. So, we have an opportunity as folks who put our trust and faith in Christ to help others see that for what it is. And today, I think a lot of people are fearful that they're going to get hounded and get uh, chastised because so much of the world's wisdom is permeated through to be called truth, called right, called good. Um, I drive by a church all the time not far from where I sit right now that um, talks about being welcoming and affirming and uh, I just think about that you know they're they're talking about uh, folks that have chosen um, a same-sex relationship and I look at that and I go okay yeah I can see that initially where hey we want to welcome you in but you don't coddle people in their sin and um I need to deal with stuff and help people understand that um, 
choosing a lifestyle like that is not something that is ordained by God. It's something that God says is an abomination to him, is not right, is not good. And again, I go back to the example of a man who's married, um, uh, messing around on his wife. It's the same thing. You know, it's, you know, the simple attitude I have sometimes of being impatient or being upset for no reason or being envious of something somebody else has. Uh, all of those things are sinful in my heart. And, you know, I, I, to my knowledge, you know, they've tried to prove that it's, it's not a choice that some of these people have made to live in that type of lifestyle, but yet it is. And, you know, whether there's a, a true attraction there or not, or what, you know, again, I don't understand all the psych, psychology around it. But at the end of the day, it's still a choice. You know, people desire things all the time that are not good for them. And uh, at the end of the day, we have to choose not to follow uh, our own flesh or indulge our flesh one way or another you know i fight the extra 10 pounds i don't want on my body right now you know i was uh, quite a bit higher than that i had lost quite a bit and then i gained some back and now i'm fighting to get that back off and it's not uh not easy because i want to indulge my flesh more often because my wife's a good cook and uh you know it's a simple thing but it's it's still a fact it's not, you know, when people want to get upset about it and get uh, fired up, oh, you're, you're being a bigot. Da, da. No, I'm just being honest. You know, if I saw somebody was going to stand in the road and a freight train was coming at them or a bus or whatever, I'm going to try and push them out of the way. And that's the way I see it. I don't, you know, I don't hate anybody. I don't want bad things for anybody. I'm just trying to be honest. You know, this is what I believe. And in this country today, people are trying to change and force their, you know, it, it's interesting because people will give Christians a hard time. Oh, you're trying to force it. You believe in everybody else. Well, how does that not work the other way? You know, things like critical race theory, things like uh, the idea of pride and sticking it in people's faces. No, you have to believe you have to bake me a cake, Mr. Baker, because if you don't, you're discriminating. You're hateful. You're fill in the blank. No, go to another baker that doesn't mind doing it, if that's the case. If you're so hell-bent on getting, saying you're going to get married, when in reality, you know as well as I do that you, that is not a marriage. A marriage is between a man and a woman, period. That's the way God ordained it from the foundation of the world. You know, and I've used the argument with... with uh, Hey, folks, in the past, you know, look, if everybody chose that lifestyle, you know, how long would it take before humanity would die out? They would, oh, yeah, but you can use this. No, I'm talking about in a, in a natural sense. If that was a natural choice to live that way, then it would logically figure that then you could reproduce through that mechanism and you could continue life on this planet. And But if everybody chose that path and... Uh, um, you in fact cannot reproduce then you're headed for disaster so anyway let's take a look at uh, things okay I gotta get, um, 
a few news stories from today. We had a great Fourth uh, of July celebration yesterday with some friends from church um, in a small town in Wisconsin. Uh, and, you know, I did a, uh, a vision moment yesterday that I put on uh, this show. And it just, um, it's really interesting. The founders meant to keep government out of the church, not God out of government. And I would agree with that statement wholeheartedly. And, um, you know, you look at, at what's going on in our society today, and a guy supposedly got elected that can't draw more than 25 people to a, a county in Michigan yesterday, and the other guy that supposedly didn't get elected had, you know, thousands and thousands of supporters um, come to a rally. And it's really sad when you, you see right before our eyes what's going on, the persecution of certain uh, political beliefs in this country, the persecution of individuals who uh, did not use good discretion, but my goodness, you know, this whole idea of the Capitol event on January 6th being an insurrection uh, is pathetic. It really is. And I, I hope, you know, of course, nobody's ever going to call Nancy Pelosi out on it because they're the ones that are making the insurrection by what they did in this last election. So, well, the Pope's doing well after intestinal surgery, Vatican says. Well, that's good. We wish him well. But, uh, lots of stuff going on in the world. But in my own hometown, we see a story, uh, closed capital, a somber holiday backdrop. You know, they just they continue this barrage saying that uh, um, <laughs> the capital has been forever a symbol of democracy, enduring through the Civil War, through World Wars, and through strife of all kinds. Jane Campbell, the United States Capitol Historical Society chief, explains the difficulty of seeing the building closed. And again, I think it's a complete joke that they still have it closed and that this whole thing... Um, they've taken to such an extreme when in reality I believe a lot of it was uh, fostered on us to create a specific political narrative that six months later they could still be complaining about what happened on January 6th so cannabis site growing cannabis growing site proposed for downtown right here in the in the town that I live in a business dedicated to growing and distribution of cannabis to medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries helps to set up shop in a vacant city-owned downtown building. So, yeah, you know, that's coming. And in reality, uh, I don't see some things like hemp is actually less detrimental than uh, other drugs that are out there. But, I mean, it's all the same. In, in that sense, I remember the days before I met the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I was basically out for a good time. That's all I cared about. And uh, I see that uh, in certain people that I love at this point. Um, it makes me sad in a lot of ways. Um, 
because I don't, you know, I know what a waste of time it is. And uh, I just wish people would make different choices. But again, I wish I would make different choices sometimes. So just part of life at this point. So with that, I think I'm going to call it a day. Um, again, the word of God is the most important part of this whole thing. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, find a Bible, go read it, read the book of John, get to know him, and um, you'll be blessed for it. So, Lord bless you and uh, keep you this day. And thank you for, uh, for stopping by. It's a religion, a podcast that seeks to talk about faith and encourage people in the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ and his second coming, which is coming soon to a town near you. Have a great day, everybody.